and welcome back to another episode of the Halo podcast. This is your host Harshna. Over the last few weeks I've had so many people ask me questions about the myths that surround astrology, manifestation and so much more. That I decided to bring on one of our listeners and together we're going to try and bust some of these myths. Today we have a very special guest on the show and her name is Taliha and she wanted to ask some questions about astrology. And so we are going to try to bust some myths today. Thank you so much Taliha for taking out the time to come into the studio. I really truly am so grateful and so excited to have this conversation with you today. Thank you so much Harshna for having me on your show today. and i'm quite excited because today i'm sure that i'm going to walk out learning the truths and busting myths along with you um so what's your first myth about astrology that you want to bust so uh basically like from what i know and what people understand about astrology is that it's a way to predict your future So if you want to know this is what people yeah, yeah. think and a lot of people <clears throat> think like that that if you want to know about xyz keys then is date pay what will happen or what is going to happen in the future then just go to an astrologer and the person is going to tell you this and then that is going to happen Taliha there's really no direct answer to this question um because astrologers ideally can predict the course of your life um or you can call it the trajectory of your life but not necessarily the way that it will manifest itself so although it's not about predicting every little detail but i feel like what someone can do is just understand where your life is headed in a way so it's kind of like okay this is a year where um there's a lot of growth um say financially and So you put in a little bit more effort in making that happen, whereas there could be the next year where it's you know a lot of spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. So you focus your energy on um, your spiritual growth versus focusing on any on anything else. So it's honestly just um, understanding like what is happening in your life. It's not to the date like. Yeah certain things you can predict to the date you can predict say someone's pregnancy you could predict um you know maybe like a shift of job and stuff like that but i don't think that in what form or way that it's going to happen is something that you can predict to the t i think you can say uh, it's it's likely that something like this is going to mm-hmm. happen it normally also does happen but um but to think that astrologers can basically give your entire life um written on a piece of paper is not <laughs> what happens we can give a sense of direction and i think that so one sense of direction i feel like i give to a lot of people is there are certain periods in their life that they should definitely not get married mm-hmm. um and or if they're dating in a certain period in life or if they meet someone in a certain period in life that relationship is just bad news mm-hmm. so i often tell my clients that during that period at least like don't make any decisions related to getting married or get into a new relationship um or do any don't take any major life decisions in a certain period so it just kind of gives you you know it's i call it like google maps 
mm-hmm. you know you just know which way you're going okay. so you know that this is you know there's no traffic here so we can we'll we'll cross this mm-hmm. uh time faster or this distance faster where it is like there's a little bit of traffic there so you need to slow down just kind of pay attention to what's going on so it's literally that it's not uh it's not some magic tool and astrologers are not magicians um you just have to it just kind of go is good to get a sense of direction and clarity of where you are where you're headed uh say if you ask me okay harshna like what are my years of like professional success hmm. that i can tell you hmm. that you know what you're going to be working really hard till say 35 36 hmm. and um but wherever and ha- whatever decisions you make through the process so from say 29 to 35 it's not mm-hmm. going to be all easy you're going to face a lot of you could face a fair amount of issues at work but when you get to 35 is when that really starts to get rewarded mm-hmm. so that kind of just a timeline where you start when you know that okay you know i'm putting in the effort right now but it's you know instead of being disappointed every day why am i not getting that promotion why right. is my boss like annoying me why is this colleague like always uh irritating me or whatever instead of doing that you just like kind of come to terms with the fact that this is my time to just work hmm. and and success will come to me i just have to be patient so it just kind of gives you a little bit more perspective to being patient and being aligned with your life path Mm-hmm. primarily that's what i always tell everyone that's that's the that's what astrology was made for is to kind of align yourself to like a higher purpose and with your life's journey and that's it you shouldn't try to use that for anything else um and then you talked about like it's kind of gps and it gives you direction another popular concept these days is manifestation and vision boards hmm. so i see a lot of influencers say that i had this thing on my vision board and see i got it or i manifested this and see i got it so is it like i just uh, manifest something leave it to the universe or i manifest and work hard also or if i just put something on the vision board and it comes true like what is the truth behind this okay so um between manifestation and astrology i feel like astrology will is like the grander plan and manifestation i feel like everyone seems to be doing it you everyone has a vision board and not everything is coming true hmm. not everyone has made all that money <laughs> um or you know if not everyone is uh, in their dream house and stuff like that So I feel like there's a lot of talk around it. Yes. It's become that thing, but manifestation in its true essence is not trying to chalk out a plan. You know, if I want to be in say, you know, I want my dream house in my life, I can't say I want that dream house and then I start working start saving money today. That okay, for the next 10 years I'm going to save money and uh, I'm going to get my dream. That is not manifestation. Yeah. Manifestation is literally like trusting the universe. It's like truly surrendering mm-hmm. and i don't think a lot of us do that i don't think right. a lot of us are detached enough to be able to surrender like we have to it's sort of like um you put a plant or you see the plant and um you keep going back to it and you know Watering. digging the no you keep digging the dirt out to see ki oh. how much of the root has grown oh. you know you're not trusting the process correct you're not letting it become a plant hmm. so why they say you have to have patience with the universe you have to surrender to the universe is because 
the the, the seed is growing below the ground level hmm. we don't have to see it every day right so either you trust the universe or you don't like yes. i you know if when people say to me i'm working towards my manifestation i i'm like <laughs> how are you doing that because what is like what is working towards a manifestation it's that you tell god i want this and then you're like god this is you're not good enough to plan that for me so <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you how to how my dreams should be manifested hmm. and i'm like look at this universe you know like it nothing is ever out of order hmm. so obviously the universe is planning is far better than what your plan may be Right. So everything on your vision board may also not come true because sometimes better things could happen. Hmm. You know, say you have this, you you want a house with a pool. Maybe you get a like a mansion or a bungalow or hmm. on in like Miami with a pool. So yeah. you have to trust that you put out the intention that you want something, but you really, really have to trust the universe to do its thing. There's. conversations about should we put time limits to it hmm. should we um you know just completely surrender and let the universe do its thing hmm. i truly believe that if you want to really manifest making it time bound is a bit like putting the universe on a clock and the hmm. universe doesn't like to be on like <laughs> you know like being told what to do yeah um so i feel like if you want to maybe have like a mental idea of i i would like to have it by say 2024 end but you need to also build, like trust the universe enough that if it is right for you and it is right for you, for you to receive it by 2024 end great otherwise let it bring like let let that come to you when when the time is right mm. for you because otherwise the, the universe may manifest it because you really want it but it may not come in the right way right like you may say that um say i want to lose weight i want to mm. lose like 50 kilos in like the next 3 months you yeah. may get it but you may have fallen completely sick to get there yeah you know so when you which is why you just have to have gratitude you have to trust the truly trust the universe and stop trying to like um uh, stop trying to micromanage the universe's <laughs> plan and 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 trying to be like okay no no this is something that i need to do first yeah like for me this podcast was manifestation because i decided that i just wrote one day that i want to do a podcast and a month later like this whole it just kind of like landed up on on my doorstep because i was mm-hmm. like very happy as it happened in 5 years 10 years 20 years 30 <laughs> i would have never imagined what happened in a month mm-hmm. but it's actually like for me it was genuine surrender like i want to do it and whenever the universe is ready for it it'll give it to me that's right that's right so uh, i have another question i don't know if these topics or these sciences are related to each other but some of the times we use astrology palmistry and numerology interchangeably or like a lot of people also offer all of these services as a package or together so are these interrelated or are these mutually exclusive of each other like i want to know what is the truth behind it okay so um i actually get asked this very often like so many times somebody hears that i'm an astrologer they'll they'll kind of bring their palm out <laughs> and i'm like no but palmistry and astrology are not the same thing so um palmistry is effectively reading the lines on your palm um numerology is um basically based on your date of birth so they add up your uh, your entire date of birth and then you have a destiny number and so on and so forth 
that eventually is connected to planets mm-hmm. so even palmistry you have mounts on your hands which represent planets there is a, a sun line there is um a sun mount venus mount all of those mounts and i i do think that palmistry has um you know there's a lot of importance in it um but like in palmistry also lines keep changing uh in numerology eventually all the numbers that uh, are associated with letters are also then associated with planets hmm. but there is no significant science as such in um either like even for example a lot of people confuse astrology with tarot card reading so like i said tarot card reading was first they were playing cards then there was divinative meaning was um derived from it and then they became the tarot cards that we know today whereas astrology is fundamentally based on how the skies looked at the time that you were born so it's not ever changing it's not like you were born with a certain set of stars and then now suddenly those stars have changed so that the the set of stars that you were born under or uh, or the screenshot of the sky that you were born under will remain the same so they all eventually talk about the planetary like how the skies are related to us but very completely different in in like the the way that they're studied and not all of them are sciences actually in this whole thing technically the closest thing to a science would be astrology i don't know if numerology will fall under it um psych being a psychic is again completely different it's about being able to it's it's just completely intuitive to be honest mm-hmm. it's about being a clairvoyant and you're able to see things and see into the future so all of these things that are there don't really have uh, any correlation with one another actually okay um i also heard the episode on the different types of intuitions hmm. and what different people possess is it possible that two people or like one person possess one or more types of intuition or like everyone would have only one kind oh you can have all okay. i mean i have i think at um, different points in my life um you know experienced all types of these intuitions but mm-hmm. i think that in every person there is one that is more active or uh, one that is more communicative with you than the other so mm-hmm. there could be say situations or times where you maybe uh, you may be clear sentient you may have a clear sense of knowing or a clear sense of feeling um but there could also be a time where you hear something uh, or you could be there could be a time where you know you have a dream that you feel like is not really a dream or like maybe like a vision so everyone is able to kind of pick up on it so you'll know that this is not this is not a thought process so this is not something that i've thought of it's like something's telling me something mm-hmm. so you have to find out what is your most active form of intuition once you have that um then you also become more open to experiencing other intuitions i feel like it generally tends to take some time to even get yourself accustomed to one form of intuition let mm-hmm. alone all four right right that's right so uh, there is another thing like usually people think that if you have some problem go to astrologer and your problem will be solved or you'll get a resolution and some of the times people try to go to multiple astrologer astrologers as well and see ke kya match kar rahe just like we do with the doctors that we consult many doctors and see ke jiska match kar jayega to us hisab se we'll go and if it is not matching then maybe 
the diagnosis was not correct okay so um i think my there are many times when like i am the the single one ruled out versus like the other astrologers <laughs> um but in terms of taking actions or doing opais to fix problems this is my belief that when we um when we studied the vedas right they talk about and we've done an entire episode on maya hmm. they say that maya that everything that we live around is an illusion hmm. so for in my sort of understanding of it how can you put in the effort or the work to fix your problems on the outside so how is it that i can do a ritual today on the outside and that's going to fix my problems whatever lessons have to be learned or the evolution that you have to go through happens at a very soul level or you have to kind of become um maybe become a better person or whatever it is or become more um attuned to your to the issues that are at hand versus trying to perform rituals on the outside to fix your problems so i feel like most times the answers are really in just you changing your perspective and changing your perspective to certain things or um it's more internalized and maybe self actualization or self discovery versus actually doing an action on the outside mm-hmm. so for me uh there are actions that you can take but those actions are not external i feel like those actions are things that you can do internally to make your life a little bit better mm-hmm. so harshna i think i have asked you so many things and with every passing question i am actually learning something new in fact just coming very very in proximity to the truth there is one last question which i am very curious to know western astrology versus indian astrology i want to know which is the one which came first and which is actually the truth which has been uh, probably taken or inspired or what is the true and the best form of astrology oh that's a complicated answer um <clears throat> so both forms of astrology whether it's western or vedic astrology go back thousands of years and they actually originated in different parts of the world um one was so western astrology kind of comes from the babylonian uh, babylonian cultures mm-hmm. whereas vedic astrology comes from um like seers so saptrishis mm-hmm. and then kind of the knowledge is passed down and then written in the vedas so where they come from are two completely different areas but also that the form of astrology that they use so it's like they mean similar things so for example sun will mean the same thing moon will represent the same thing but the way that sun signs are calculated are very different mm-hmm. so western astrology uses something called as um tropical zodiacs whereas um vedic astrology uses something called as sidereal zodiac so when a western astrologer states that your sun is in aries um they're referring to the symbolic sign of aries mm-hmm. that marks the beginning of spring in northern hemisphere it doesn't really mean that doesn't really mean the constellation of aries so it's actually um the it's it's actually aligned with the earth sun relationship and specifically the vernal equinox so every year around march 20th 21st when the day and night are equal length mm-hmm. um the point where the sun crosses the celestial uh, equator is considered the beginning of the tropical zodiac 
Okay. And that marks the first point of Aries. Okay. So it doesn't really have anything to do with where um and the actual sky sun is at that point in time mm-hmm. whereas in Vedic astrology it's if i say your sun sign is aries that mm-hmm. means that at that point in time the constellation aries was i mean there was a transit of sun transiting through the constellation of aries so with vedic astrology it'll it's literally a snap it's like me talking to you about how the sky is placed at that point in time versus tropical zodiac is very is kind of fixed with kind of like the change of seasons now mm-hmm. i can't say which is more accurate although vedic astrology is considered accurate and it is based on a system where you can predict a lot more in detail uh, as compared to western astrology because western astrology tends to focus more on um, you know personal development and like how your emotions are stuff like that but vedic astrology is very 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 like in depth so mm-hmm. it perhaps has more can like give you more information into your life because it's primarily based on your life path so it gives you a lot more information on your journey versus what western astrology may offer okay so i think um, with every passing question i'm getting more curious and i'm thinking all of the things which i have come across and since my childhood days every day i used to pick up the newspaper and read my how the day would be of my friends mine as per the sun sign and now as technology is advancing there's so many online compatibility tests and all of this so i want to know are these actually true or are they just a column in the newspaper just to make you happy or what because personally i used to think that if something is written good and wo nahi hua to i used to feel sad because i used to start my day thinking okay today things will be have good but usually it was not the case so in to this specific question my response is that <laughs> um there are billions of people mm-hmm. and if we compartmentalize them into 12 seven um lines or not even seven lines or four lines per zodiac mm-hmm. that means that billions of people are going to be having similar days now if you if you are familiar with astrology the skies are always moving okay so the night sky literally it's like what the sky was in the morning is not what it's like in the evening right mm. it's like everything in in this in in the universe is constantly moving mm. so to think that one specific um compatibility test between you, you know like this zodiac and that zodiac is going to actually <laughs> tell you uh, how your relationship is going to end up being is very optimistic <laughs> <laughs> because you know everyone's lives are so incredibly different yes um that for me if someone tells me to write even something like how one specific transit is going to be for a rising sign which is probably the closest that you can come to hmm. a form of accuracy i don't even do that because mm-hmm. it's so um it's i find it a bit unfair because mm-hmm. you're kind of giving so, someone that information whereas it may not at all be relevant to them and because with every uh, birth chart i would say that the thousands sorry, not even thousands billions of people who are born under a certain rising sign again mm. makes no sense for me to tell you that uh if you're born in that rising sign that your future is or your next one year is <laughs> going to be like this you know because everyone's um the karma that they're born with 
and uh, the life path that they're on could be very different from what you may read on an online thing so mm-hmm. like i for example have barely ever read anything <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it's for this reason that i actually never even wrote because mm-hmm. i don't i don't think it's fair to kind of tell someone something that i truly believe is not true mm-hmm. um you can generalize it to a great extent you may also start resonating with something once in a while and be like oh my god this is right mm. you know they said that my day is going to be great and it's great mm. you may start you know actually paying attention to um what's written in those um compatibility tests or whatever <laughs> your sun signs etc but i don't think that i mean that's not something that i've ever thought works or um as anything that you really need to pay mm-hmm. that much attention to it it's great entertainment um <laughs> please read it if you want to get entertained but it's not it's not going to like start basing your life on on stuff like that hmm. i think then those compatibility <laughs> tests are just like an online version of flames which yeah. we used to do <laughs> with that sounds all right <laughs> so i think i actually uh toggled your mindset a lot today and i actually uh, asked so many things today so i'm quite grateful that after walking out of the studios today i will be a person who has much better clearer insights or what actually is what and i will stop believing in all these myths and i hope that all the listeners also might be having these questions and they also start knowing what is the truth So I'm really grateful for that Harshna. Thank you so much Taliha for coming and asking me these questions because I feel like I have wanted to bust these myths for a long time. <laughs> I feel like everyone's asking me these questions and I you know it gets a bit uh, tiring to like keep explaining. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you asked me and then we can get this out of the way now. I hope everyone understands uh, and um, you know knows what's what at least. And you're not able to like based their decisions at least on uh, the information that they have now right so i'm kind of representing all the community who had these questions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you so much and with this uh thank you so much taliha for joining us in the show today and this is your host harshna signing off i'm going to catch you on the next episode The purpose of this podcast is to unravel the truth. I love to pour my heart and soul into the research and I truly hope that it helps you. If you want to reach out to me, you can visit my website www.wintsbyharshna.com. You can also find the link to it in the show notes and I would look forward to hearing from you.